Welcome to another episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. Well, the sun is shining, the birds are singing. It's Dave from Real, and thanks so much for joining me on the podcast once again, where every episode I hope to bring you helpful hints and tips that I hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey. And we've now become a daily podcast, so five days a week you can tune in and receive all of the information that we hope better positions you when it comes to making your next real estate decision, whether it be your first home that you're looking to secure or perhaps you're expanding upon your real estate portfolio or or maybe you're just a real estate agent who's looking to glean some really valuable information and insights from my 22 years experience as a real estate agent and auctioneer and apply that to the benefit of your own clients. Either way, I hope this information finds you well. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Please subscribe to the newsletter and ensure that you're getting this information uh, and notification through whenever new episodes are released. And today what I'm talking to you about um, is video and how video fits in the mix. Now, video was certainly a luxury only seven or eight years ago, but has now become a prerequisite, in my opinion. Over the last two years, you would have seen our video content uh, increase, and you'll see that almost with every new release now, we've got a video on our properties. Now, we don't necessarily deal in the high end of the market as often as what we would like. I'd say we deal with meat and two veg properties on a on, on a more than regular basis. And so it's uh, we are quite, um, uh, I guess, progressive in this respect in that most agents, unless I've got a real showy type of home, aren't going to get a video on the home because they, they'll only do that if the budget permits or if they feel that the, uh, the, the property lends itself to a video presentation. So let's talk about that for just a moment. What type of properties should you not videotape? Well, it's been our experience over recent times uh, that the videos that don't receive a video are uh, sorry, the, the properties that don't receive a video are simply those that aren't presented to a high enough standard. Um, photos can be, you can be very selective in the way that you use and deploy photos. Uh, unfortunately, video is going to pick up on a, on a whole lot more uh, deficiencies in the property's presentation. And so we are, um, I guess, a little more studious in uh, how it is uh, that we'll uh, prepare and present a property uh, for sale using video content. Um, but apart from that, you know, it doesn't, uh, there's some school of thought out there suggesting that if a property is vacant, uh, then don't, uh, unless it's staged or, or uh, presented in a certain way, then don't do video. Um, our feelings are certainly different on that. Uh, we just suggest that you need a different video format, a different style, a different template to apply to those properties that are vacant, as opposed to those properties that are fully furnished and beautifully presented and staged. For sale. So it is a horses for courses. It's not a matter of just taking your standard video styling and then applying that across all property types. No, no, no. It's very much a matter of being selective in terms of the video style that you would apply to uh, the certain type of property. So uh, let's talk about vacant properties for a moment. A vacant property, uh, the video content that works best with those is a walkthrough style of video. So this is one that doesn't linger too long in the home. Uh, often often it's a, quite a dynamic video because you're, you're following the agent around the home as the agent essentially takes you on a, a guided tour of the property, pointing out features here and there. It's still professionally produced and well edited and has matched music. Um, all of these things are 
really important fundamental when we come to deploying uh, the content onto the social media platforms. Uh, after all, the content has to look good and it has to be engaging. Um, and um, and so we, we take every effort to ensure that that is the case. Whereas if we just have more static imagery and we linger too long in an empty home with, uh, say, a, a panning shot across a, an, an empty room, um, then, you know, that that's not necessarily showing the property in its best possible light. And so uh, we want to... Um, still portray the property with a high level of d dynamicism. Uh, we want to make sure, more importantly, that the content that people are, are watching is engaging so they don't switch off and are more likely then to click on the link and find their way to more detailed information about the property. So this is an another, another issue. Uh, a lot of people say, you know, video just doesn't, it doesn't necessarily, you know, show the home off in the same way that perhaps videos might do. Um, now, it's, actually doing a completely different job. I think video, every every property requires professional photography uh, in order to be marketed for sale. There's, in my mind, that is a prerequisite. It, there is no doubt. Um, but that type of static, static imagery does a completely different job. And on the social media platforms that prefer, the algorithm prefers video content and provides more organic reach to that video content, then it just makes sense to do video. Now, what kind of length of video and the style of video and the template that you might apply is obviously going to vary from property to property, but we're not doing it as a replacement for photography. It's very much something that we're doing in concert with it in order to enable the property to develop greater penetration, not on the real estate portal, not on the website, um, so not on the major real estate portals like realestate.com and domain.com. It makes a negligible difference to your impact on those portals, whether or not you've got video content. But when it comes to Facebook, when it comes to TikTok, when it comes to the when it comes to LinkedIn, now these are the platforms that prefer video content, will elevate your content as a result. The algorithm loves it. And so as a result, our vendors get in front of more people by marketing their property with video content than they would otherwise. And this has been the key because from our perspective, we've seen the numbers grow. As we've got better at deploying our video content and as we've got better at producing content that the algorithm loves, our numbers have shown at, at, at open inspections. And especially in the first week or so, we're seeing that over 30% of the buyers that we're meeting in that first 10 days of coming to market are being attracted by our social media presence. Now, that social media presence is by and large video content. And so you can see the power of video. Now, I would say that social media works very much in the same way that perhaps newspapers did all those years ago. And I'm sure um, you may have seen those memes or photos back in the day when people were finishing work in the 1940s or 50s and jumping on the train and they all have a, a newspaper in front of them. And of course, you know, today they've all now got a, a phone in front of their eyeballs. And so, and that's the space that we live. We live in the space of people's distraction. And years ago, somebody might have opened up the property section and in the newspaper and seen something that's caught their eye and uh, elevates them into from consideration mode into transactional mode. And that's exactly the hope that we have with our video content. Now, 
it pops up on their screen, it, it emerges on their feed, it becomes unignorable, and once it's in front of them, then they make a determination. Now, if it's something that they're interested in, naturally they're gonna, they're gonna hold on to that, or they're gonna share it with their significant other, but that's the other important thing, the shareability of the content. If it's static imagery, yeah, fair enough, okay, well that's cool, but if it's a video, the shareability is escalated even more so. And so, uh, obviously, if somebody's looking at the news feed, uh, a property emerges, they might might not necessarily be looking to buy themselves but of course we all have friends and family that we'd love to see move a little bit closer to us and or that we might feel that the content's relevant and so you know quickly two two little knocks with the thumb and that content finds its way onto somebody else's news feed and so you can see how very quickly content video content can become viral content and that's certainly been our experience and we're not just seeing you know a thousand or two people viewing the videos before our first open inspections in some cases we're seeing 15 20,000 people viewing 30 to 50,000 people reach with our posts on social media and it's got everything to do with having high quality video content uh, in front of prospective purchases in the space of their distraction. I'm Dave from Real. I hope you enjoy these helpful hints and tips. Certainly if you're selling, then I do suggest to you to consider video content. Uh, if you want to know more about that, well, as you know, I'm an agent and auctioneer, and although I might not be in your marketplace, you're always welcome to speak with me more so you can get these thoughts clarified in your own mind because coming to market and selling your home is a massive undertaking. You want to ensure that you're getting all the very best information and advice from those people that are on the cutting edge. I'm Dave from Real, and I look forward to bringing you a whole lot more next time. Thanks for tuning in again to this episode of the Dave Sovereign Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook or subscribe to us on iTunes and we look forward to bringing you more next week.